welcome to the fifth episode of my mini podcast series featuring brands, services, and organizations who share my mission to provide real support and resources for all people living with diabetes and their loved ones. Today's guest is Andrew Hernandez. Andrew has experience in the acquisition and establishment of new healthcare facilities. As the VP of Clinical Operations at Modern Vascular, he helps oversee the clinical service lines with a focus on expanding the number of facilities and people they serve. Thank you, Andrew, for joining me today. In case you did not know, April is National Limb Loss Awareness Month. It's a mouthful. And one of the many reasons this interview is taking place. Until connecting with the folks at Modern Vascular, I had never heard of PAD and the long-term effects. What does PAD stand for, and why are people living with diabetes more at risk? Well, first of all, thank you, Amber, for inviting me um, to this podcast. I, we do think here at Modern Vascular, it's super important to reach more people and bring awareness to PAD or peripheral arterial disease, uh, because patients who live with diabetes are at most risk for this. So in essence, uh, peripheral arterial disease, or PAD, P-A-D, is in essence blockage that builds up in the arteries of your feet and legs. So just like you can have blockage buildup in your heart, which we would then call a heart attack, mm-hmm. the same thing can happen to your feet and to your legs. That same type of buildup can build up in the arteries of your legs and feet. And that is what, in essence, is peripheral arterial disease. Well, and I just one of those things, like, I mean, I've had type 1 diabetes for 38 years, and no one's ever discussed that with me. Thankfully, maybe because I don't need um, those types of tests, but is that something that we should be asking our physicians about? Absolutely. If you are living with diabetes, it is essential that you ask your physician about being worked up for peripheral arterial disease. And the reason why many people aren't aware of it is because, one, it's an underdiagnosed disease. With type 2 diabetes, especially type 2 diabetes increasing in the population and with people being diagnosed with it, uh, type 2 diabetes is still teaching that stuff. Um, for example, uh, up until now or until recently, I would probably say up until maybe seven years ago, it wasn't really common to agree that diabetes was actually also a vascular disease, mm-hmm. right? We understand it as an endocrinology disease. You see an endocrinologist or a mm-hmm. care physician to manage your diabetes. Uh, but it's also you need a vascular partner in this because it's also a vascular disease. And that is as we start bringing awareness to the communities that we serve and will serve in the future, it's super important that if you're living with diabetes, that you ask your physician about being worked up at least once a year for peripheral arterial disease. Because if you're not on top of it, it can get to the point where the equivalent of a quote-unquote heart attack can occur in your feet or legs, where you have dead tissue. I want to say that I hate the doom and gloom of the fact that people with diabetes are more likely to have an amputation. And I will say you know, I I feel for the people that have actually had to have one. And one of the many reasons why we're having this conversation is that what I like about what you guys are doing is this is a preventative step to not getting loss of a limb. And so what are the current treatments for PAD? Yes, absolutely. I'm glad you highlighted the importance of how this must be preventative. Uh, That's why we exist here at Modern Vascular. Uh, We want to prevent amputations. Uh, are a mission-based company 
That is our mission, is to provide this level of care where in some communities it doesn't even exist. True. To prevent amputations. Uh, we have a very strong working relationship with the Native American communities across the U.S. And we continue to expand in those market in, in those areas to help bring awareness to this because we understand everyone who's living with diabetes understands, like you said, the doom and gloom about amputation. Yeah. We want to prevent that. We don't want that to be a way that, you know, that is a must for with a person who's suffering from diabetes. Absolutely not. That can be prevented. And it's prevented through the adequate treatment of peripheral arterial disease. Now, to answer your question about current treatments, there are a wide range of treatments for um, patients who are diagnosed with peripheral arterial disease. They range from conservative treatment um, all the way to possible interventions, um, interventions. And so, you know, it all depends on the severity of the disease. We can establish you on walking programs, which is a structured walking program where you're told to walk or jog a certain amount of time per day um, to help build up uh, what we would call flow or help, you know, help the legs compensate for the lack of blood flow getting to the feet, right? And that would be the most conservative therapy. Uh, is to establish that, right, is to put you on a walking program and then follow you up in three months, six months, and see your progress. Uh, Most patients are able to manage through a walking program and build up what we call that collateral flow or that flow that will help bring more blood to the legs and feet, right? Also part of treatment is, we can also say medical management, right? Mm -hmm helping the patient and collaborating with the patient to be able to manage their diabetes. We all understand the importance of your A1C numbers, right? And getting them checked on a regular basis, Uh, working with them with diet. Um, If they smoke, working with them also to help reduce smoke. We understand that, you know, telling a patient, hey, you have to smoke, you know, as a medical community, we've been saying that constantly, Uh, but people will still smoke. I mean, it, it, it's their prerogative, right? Uh, but what we can do is partner with them to maybe help reduce the amount of cigarettes that they're smoking in right. day, right? And that will, in turn, long-term, but it will contribute to an improvement of the peripheral arterial disease and the disease process. And the most, uh, although you'd say least conservative, but still the realm of surgical procedures, it is one of the least uh, um, aggressive and the one that carries the least amount of risk is a surgical intervention, right? Which is technically called a lower extremity angiogram with possible atherectomy, angioplasty, and or stent placement. <laughs> In medical, I understand. I apologize. But, you know, the treatment of PAD is wide-ranging, and it truly is dependent on the patient, on where they are with the, their management of mm-hmm. diabetes, and also the severity of peripheral arterial disease, you know, some patients come to us already with a wound or dead tissue, right? Right. There's going to be a certain level of care that needs to be given to that patient to prevent the amputation, right? The wound is there, dead tissue is there, so we have to be aggressive to prevent amputation. If they come to us recently diagnosed with diabetes and we're there from the very beginning as their vascular partner or anyone is there as their vascular partner, um, obviously the treatment is going to be much less. It's going to be bigger program that's managed the A1C and will follow up as, you know, in three months, six months or a year. 
Okay, well, let me just ask you, as people that are listening, type one or type two, um, what are some of the things that we need to be looking for? There are classical signs and symptoms, right? What to be looking out for. Probably start with the most uh, alarming, right? If, if you have a wound yeah. on your feet, specifically your feet, right? Um, that is not healing or it's taking more than two weeks to heal. That is a classical sign of peripheral arterial disease. Okay. Probably the most urgent sign that you probably should seek a vascular partner that specializes in the treatment of peripheral arterial disease. Yeah. You know, and this is also very important is that when you seek that vascular partner um, is you ask that physician or that provider whether they treat below the knee, below the ankle, into the foot. Okay. That is important because if your wound is on your foot and there is more than likely there's blockage above your ankle, above your knee. And if they only go up to the knee, they don't go below the knee. Well, that, you know, that's great. You fixed the blood flow to the knee, but there's still blood not getting to the foot to adequately heal the wound, right? Because uh, to heal a wound, you need blood, you need oxygen, you need all the nutrients that come with blood. So we need to make sure when you're asking your provider is to make sure if they do that, because that's super important. Now, um, if you have a wound and let's say it healed in three weeks, that's great. That's still urgent. You should still seek a vascular partner because, you know, there is a potential of having another wound next time. And, you know, it's very hard to say, oh, yeah, you'll heal within three weeks or within two weeks, everything will be okay. Maybe it'll take four weeks to heal. Maybe it'll take five weeks to heal. So as if you have a wound on your foot, it is super important to seek a vascular partner to help treat and assess for peripheral arterial disease. And I guess, I mean, like we said earlier, this is, I mean, the reason why I'm doing this is because people with diabetes are higher at risk, but that could go for anybody, no matter how old. Like, so if, if you have a, so an injury on your foot or a wound that's not healing in a timely fashion, that is when you might want to start looking at a vascular specialist. Exactly. That is the most urgent sign and symptom. The red flag is going off and all alarms should be going off saying, hey, I need to seek a vascular partner. Um, But interesting enough, you know, there are certain risk factors that put you at risk for uh, peripheral disease or PAD or PAD. Um, One is um, living with diabetes, right? Having been diagnosed with diabetes. Type 2 more so than type 1, but both populations are at risk. The other is actually age, being above the age of 65. Um, you can imagine, right, that body's been working with those arteries for um, a fair amount of time. And so there is going to be just a natural buildup of blockage. Right. So, you know, those are your biggest risk factors, age being above the age of 65 and also having been diagnosed with diabetes. Smoking is also a major risk factor. Hypertension is a risk factor, but not as much as the other three. Um, And having previous interventions, um, PAD interventions, right? Or or coronary, if you've had a heart attack in the past, um, that puts you at higher risk for developing peripheral arterial disease. But also what is fascinating about peripheral arterial disease is that it is, you know, we're learning more and more about it every every couple of years. Mm-hmm. So the other thing, the other big also signs would be something we call rest pain. And what rest pain in essence is, is you start develop, let's say you're able to walk a mile before, right? Just hypothetically here. Mm-hmm. And now you can barely walk maybe a block before you start feeling pain. Hmm. 
legs and feet. So you rest, right? You sit down, you rest. And even after resting for about 10 minutes, you still have that pain. Oh. Classical sign of rest pain. And that is also kind of like a red, a red flag, a trigger of, you know what? I have to go seek a vascular partner because I may or may not have peripheral arterial disease. Hmm. Now, those are the two most severe, right? Red flags. Right. Seek. And the other ones would be, you know, you start noticing some hair loss in your legs, right? Especially for men and, and women too, right? Uh, they're starting to notice like below a certain level of their leg, there's no more hair growth. Yeah. Or skin starts to change colors. Or also being at night, you know, you go to sleep and you wake up and your legs are in pain. Hmm. Um, uh, or also, which also fairly common in patients who are living with diabetes is um, di- neuropathy. Yeah. N- neuropathy is kind of an umbrella term. So, you know, if you do have neuropathy, it's also it's not saying it's a red flag, but it's an indication that, you know, it's good. I- it's a good idea to get a vascular partner in your plan of care because they have to assess for neuropathy and differentiate it and see if it really is vascular in nature or neurological in nature. So, okay. so an umbrella term, and I don't, you know, without going into much detail or, you know, going into the medical jargon and losing everyone <laughs> who's hearing, uh, but it, I would say is important. If you're having that trouble walking, you know, you are having cold feet as well, like at night or when you're resting, sitting down, you have that, that um, you feel like your feet are cold all the time. Um, the loss of hair uh, growth on the legs and, um, uh, the rest pain and the wounds, all of that, all that's something that any patient, whether you have diabetes or not, you should be looking out for. Right. Uh, Let me ask you just because, um, you know, we're in the midst of a pandemic and as somebody who would regularly see my GP, my endo, you know, my specialist and things like that. And even I went to a mobile unit to get a breast exam. And this is a few months ago. With the pandemic, are you seeing, and I've heard this, people not wanting to go to the dentist or not seeking out medical treatment that's not urgent. So I know that you guys have gone above and beyond to make people feel comfortable. So can you discuss a little bit about what's changed about the process when somebody were to to look at modern vascular and how you're taking care of your patients? Yes. Thank you for bringing that up because we have seen that, especially um, in certain states. Now, modern vascular, we're a national company, so um, we're across the nation. And what we've noticed is in some states that we're in is that um, we've seen an increase in amputations because of that fear of treatment. And that just is so disheartening for us because we are, that's our mission. We want to prevent those amputations. And so as modern vascular from the very beginning, um, we've been very fortunate to have leaders within our organization that, you know, during the whole of some people remember the Ebola scare, years back, you know, we were in healthcare and we saw trends. So we immediately put instituted policies and procedures and screening tools to protect our patients and our employees. So what we've done is we've really adapted to kind of what the new almost norm is, is it's telemedicine consult. So at Modern Vascular, we can still see as a patient through our uh, telemedicine portal. Um, also, so that would, that would be is we would set up similar like a Zoom call or very similarly, you know, different platforms there are yeah. <laughs> to establish point of care so that the patients feel comfortable at home 
feel safe at home, and also they still seek treatment. Now, if it is a patient that does require a procedure, we do have our, all our facilities um, have the ability to test, do rapid antigen testing. We have strict policies and procedures within our facilities to protect not only our patients, but also our employees and the patient's family members. I would still highly encourage, and I know in the time we're in, it seems like these restrictions are lifting, um, which is great to see, but if patients still have a fear of going out or leaving their homes, at least here at Modern, as I'm sure in other facilities as well, uh, we're there to still establish that point of care, allow a way for that patient to still seek treatment if they are concerned. Okay, let me ask you, so if I were listening to this podcast, or many podcasts, excuse me, um, and I was like, oh wait, I have two of those signs, I could contact somebody at your office, you guys would set up maybe a virtual initial conversation, and then through that, then you would determine, okay, we think you do need to come in and get tested for X, Y, or Z, or would you make a recommendation, okay, I really think you need to see your GP or somebody who can properly diagnose you with PAD, and then we will work as your partner to get you to the next, to, to help prevent, you know, loss of a limb. Tell me about the process there. Sure. So if any of the people who are listening to this mini podcast right now are concerned, um, you know, uh, you know, as Modern Vascular, we do have a website. You can contact our 1-800 number or whatever. And at least I can speak to the process at Modern would be one of our representatives would reach out to you and, ske- and find out where you're at, schedule you virtually if you would like. Mm-hmm. Um, with our closest office. And that's the wonderful thing within modern vascular is that our providers are vascular surgeons. They're vascular interventional radiologists. We have uh, nurse practitioners and physician assistants that specialize in vascular health. So that appointment would be with one of those providers. And we would do a full assessment, um, get to know the patient, get to know who you are. Uh, and from then, assess whether, you know, yes, this does have peripheral disease, um, we'll go ahead and diagnose it, or perhaps, you know what, no, this is probably not vascular related, probably related to something else. And, you know, that, that's why we exist. We're, we're kind of the expert, or any vascular person is the expert, to be able to di- um, tell the difference between whether it's, you know, something else or PAD. So if any of the listeners are concerned, you know, they're more than happy, more than welcome, I should say, to, to find us and um, would be happy to establish that care and be their partners in their vascular. Well, I'll, I'll have in the show notes of this episode, obviously, how people can get in contact, your website and all the information there. And, you know, I'm a big, I'm a firm believer in, you know, knowledge is power. And mm-hmm. I love the fact that your mission is to prevent limb loss. So for those of you that are listening that you're like, I mean, anytime I have a ping in my foot, I'm like, oh, great. Now I've got neuropathy. You know, it's like one of those instead of, okay, well, let's take it down a notch, you know, and, and find the right medical community that can help you through that. And whether that means treatment or just the preventative side, like you were talking about a walking plan and things like that, which may seem simple, but if you have somebody that's an expert guiding you and you know, holding your hand through it, that's, that's peace of mind in my, for me. I mean. Exactly. And that, and that's what we're here. We're, you know, we're going to sit down with um, the patient and just review everything and say, okay, we think this is the best plan of action for you. And 
we're here to partner up with you and we're going to be the vascular partners if you know you guys come to modern you know we will be your partners and we will assess you and continue on and checking in on you you know every so often to make sure that nothing else you have any other complications well, that's great. And I know you guys are just, your, your, your company's blowing up, which I love, because hopefully you're helping more people with that. So how many new clinics are opening and where can we expect them? Is there any part of the country that's lacking that we're hoping you'll get into in the near future? So we are definitely expanding and we're across the nation. Right now, uh, we have a total of 14 locations across great. the nation. And by the end of the year, we'll be at 18. So, and they are in states which um, we were not in yet, and we want to bring this type of care to those states. There are some states that already have it, and we're only being an extension as another option that's available. And in some states, this isn't even available. So, okay. we're happy to provide this to anyone and everyone who's concerned, and we would enjoy and be privileged to be their vascular partners. <laughs> well, I hope I don't ever need your services, but I know <laughs> I'm going to call should I um, have any of the symptoms. So, uh, Andrew, Absolutely. thank you so much for taking time and thank you, Modern Vascular, for making life with diabetes hopefully an easier one. And you're preventing a lot of people losing their limbs because nobody ever wants to get to that stage. Exactly. Well, thank you for the time and thank you for the privilege of sending out the message, right? Um, even if it's, you know, you don't come to modern vascular, that's okay. As long as we bring awareness to the subject of peripheral arterial disease, I think we're doing a great job. Well, thank you for all that you do. And I'm sure that I'll be hearing from you guys in the near future because I want to continue to support what you're doing and helping to spread the word to the diabetes communities. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's a daily grind. It's a daily grind. It's a daily grind. It's a daily grind.